ladies and gentlemen this is season four of the crown table unleashed i am excited guys to get into this thing on today listen i can't wait we have been gone and away but it is time for us to get back to get back to talking about what god has for us in this season guys listen i'm excited i'm excited and i cannot wait to get into it afternoon and good evening meeting you where you are no matter what time of the day it is welcome to the crown table unleashed are you ready to be motivated inspired and encouraged it's time for you to get in step with the spirit here is your host jeffy clark the third All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen, I am back. Listen, I am ready to get into this thing today. I'm ready to have this conversation on today. I'm ready to get into the poor guys on today. Listen, listen, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to, to stand with you guys on today. I was standing, sitting down, whatever you're doing out there on today, guys. Listen, season four, it's going to be something special. It's going to be something special. Um, we got a lot of things in the work. I cannot wait to get into it, guys. But listen to me, listen to me. I got to introduce y'all this beauty in my life, y'all. I'm talking about this queen, uh, this fine, sexy thing, guys. Listen here, I'm talking about my blessing, my favor that God has put onto my life, y'all. I'm talking about my beautiful, fine, sexy gorgeous the bible says that um your wife is 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 greater than rubies who more precious than rubies y'all more precious than rubies so i got it all sitting right here in front of me y'all please welcome my lovely wife Takia clark y'all how you doing babe what's what, what's going doing on with good. you good i'm yes. doing good hello everyone yes it's good to have you on the show again it's good to be back. Yes, yes, I'm excited. Listen, let's go go ahead and get it right onto this thing and not waste no time on today. So, you know, I had a, a general, you know, way that I wanted to go, but you know, I was shifted in the in a, you know before we got to the podcast. So today, I want to talk about before we get started with anything. I want us to talk. The topic is going to be about commitment. Right. That's what we're going to talk about on today. But before we get into that, let's talk about some things that happened out here in this world, y'all. Let's talk about some of this stuff that happened out here in this world. Let's talk about this on this Bishop T.D. Jakes. And let's talk about William Murphy before we get into anything that we have in our teaching today. 
So, you know, you had that uh, situation with T.D. Jakes with the man and he was, you know, dancing in front of uh, T.D. Jakes. He was gay and, um, you know, he was twerking, dancing or whatever the case uh, in front of T.D. Jakes. And it went viral and he and, and he caught so much backlash behind, you know, that incident. What did when you seen that, what was the first thought that came to your mind? Really, no thought about it really came to my mind because. Uh, you know, people going to do what they want to do, you know, rather the pastor sitting there, rather they ain't or what have you. Uh-huh. So, I mean, what did everyone expect him to do is my question. Right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think that I didn't have no thoughts of it either. You know, when I first seen it, but I did hear a lot of people say, but I know a scripture that did come to mind is be ye separate for the world. Right. Which is the same scripture I'm going to use for, you know, the, the William Murphy situation. But. You know, sometimes, you know, when we be of of a certain status, you know, people view us to be a certain way. Um, And sometimes we have to realize and understand that at the end of the day, you know, we are man. Right. So, you know, mistakes are going to be made. And I'm not making excuses for anybody or saying what somebody did was, you know, you know, was whatever. But what I am saying is that, you know, you have to make a conscious effort to be better. Right. And you can't keep walking in 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 sin or being around it you know because you know it's it's being around it can make you filthy right it opened up the door for you know temptation now uh, i thought it was funny when he got us <laughs> i thought it was funny when he got on stage and uh he addressed it and he was like <laughs> i didn't do that there <laughs> <laughs> i done a lot of stuff but i tell you right now i didn't do that there so i thought that was I thought that was funny. Listen, I still think he's a strong man of God. I still think that, you know, he's ever evolving. Some other stuff has came out about him about being a, when he was a oneness. And, you know, I had no thoughts of that because, you know, people, people grow. And and then, you know, you know, when you're Trinitarian, you know, you it's pretty much that's what's that's what's accepted. Right. Because. That's what theology says is right. Okay. But, you know, we all learning, right? And we're all open to our own interpretation. And I think that's one of the biggest struggles with me when it comes to school, right? Because even sometimes I find myself being like in a situation where it's like right and wrong, right or wrong, right? And even uh, our professors, when they're, you know, going behind us, you know, it's like respecting everybody's interpretation because everybody in your class is, is being brought up in the church differently, right? So you have people that's Pentecostal, people that's Baptist, people that's Methodist. You have people that's, you know, that's Catholic and people that's, you know, they may be apostolic, you know, whatever the whatever the case may be, everybody has a viewpoint and everybody's viewpoint is to be respected, right? And their interpretation. So but anything else, at the end of the day, as long as they're preaching the word of God, going by the scriptures, you know, they're not deviating away from that, you know, we can all walk in, all walk in forgiveness. If anything, if a man stumble, you know, you pick him up, dust him off and, and set him back. Right. Now, William Murphy's on was 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 funny because I totally understand exactly what he was doing when it come to dealing with us millennials or even the uh, what's after the millennials. What's that? Gen Z, Gen Z, the younger, the younger generation journey is actually journey is actually generation alpha. Oh, wow. Yes. So, but yeah, so William Murphy playing the walk it out song. What do you think about that? I didn't think it was appropriate for his church. 
I think that we have to set ourselves aside and people have to know that we are the church. We are God's people. We don't mix the two. It's a different way that you can outreach to get a hold of the young people. And I just don't think that was the right way to go about it. I, okay, I understand that. Honestly, what, so what, what's one way that the church could use to to attract young people? I mean, why does it even have to be like an attraction? Like, why is it, you know, God not good enough, right? Why is it just him as the headliner not good enough for us young people to just want to fall before him and to come into the church? Because I think a lot of young people, they want excitement in God. And I think that it's a lot of different ways you can grab some young people. You can maybe do youth nights and let, you know, different types of it's Christian rap and let people showcase their talent, but showcase it for God. You know, but I just don't think inappropriate music, you know, is the way to go. You have to incorporate God. In everything that you do, and God does things in decency and order, and I don't believe that was order. Right, right, right. Okay, I got you, I got you, got you. So, guys, listen, like I said, we have to be separate from the world. We have to walk against the grain. We can't walk with the world and a lot of these different things that we do. And so, you know, even even when you think about your own life and what you're doing in your own life, and, and you know you're trying to come to God and, and be right with God, your walk has to be in line, right? The goal is to, you know, even though we face with temptation each and every day, the goal is to not to fall to that temptation and to walk upright, okay? To be kind, to be loving, and to have, you know, those fruits of the spirit, you know, as we move through life. Now, I did want to talk about commitment and how we should be committed because I, I honestly feel like us as a generation, in our generation, and it even could be the generation before us, too. But I think we lack commitment in a lot of things. Commitment to ourselves and our own personal goals. Commitment to, you know, our faith in God. We have commitment issues in relationships and commitment issues to our health. And so what do you think? Why do you think we as a people or a person can't follow through on certain things? I believe that we as people don't make things priority. When you're committed to something, you make it priority. If you don't make it priority, then it goes by the wayside. For example, your relationship with God. You have to make your relationship with God a priority because if you don't, you'll fall short every time. And we all fall short of the glory. But you want to make sure that you're maintaining your relationship with God because if you're not maintaining and doing the work and uh, having commitment to God, then then that leaves room for the devil to 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 try to take you off, try to take you off of your rocker. And we can't afford in this season to not be committed to God and the things of God. Yeah, so that was good. That was good, baby. That was good. Listen, your commitment has to be. And I and I think about this when I think about commitment. I think about the lady at the well, right? priority why did she go back and tell the town everything that jesus had told her like what 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 about that situation was it because she was impressed or was it because she cared and honestly i sit here and i think and i say i honestly think that 
you know, she was she was shocked, right? She was impressed. But that lady had the care to go back into town and declare what Jesus had told her. I met a man that told me everything I ever did. The same thing with the same thing with uh, with Mary. And, you know, I honestly sit here and I think, you know, I, I, you know, I really thank God gave when he was making the woman. He, he poured in a whole lot of spirit of caring, a whole lot of a spirit of. Of wanting to. Of wanting to, you know, show that, listen, this is this is what this is supposed to look like. Because not even because even the 12 disciples struggled to do what she had just done. And maybe it could have been because they was in training. They was, you know, still following him around and stuff or whatever, whatever the case may be. But I just I just found that story interesting. I think it's, it's a good example, a good example of being committed. Look, look, even Noah was committed. He had to finish that thing. He didn't have a choice. It was either build that boat or drown. That's true. So imagine if he had to give up in the middle of it. Imagine. I just imagine if he had to just quit or ran out of beans, ran out of what if he just, you know, oh, I, I ain't got another bean to put up here. And not been committed to what God told him to do. Exactly. Not committed to your assignment. He would have perished. It's a lot of people out here not committed to their assignment, not committed to, you know, what God has called them to do. Not active. And I can say that that was me. I wasn't committed. I wasn't committed to what I knew God told me that I needed to be doing. But I had to sit and think it was really just a wake up call because it's either you mm-hmm. do it or you don't. Yep. It's your choice because God give you a choice. But if you don't do it, then just expect those consequences that God is going that God is going to give you. Yep. It's a consequence when you don't do what God told you to do. Because the Bible says that obedience is better than sacrifice. Yes. You're not being obedient to what God told you to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's consequences to to being disobedient to God. Yes, it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. And we have to, you know, be mindful of that. And commitment, you know, outside of the ministry aspect, we have to look at the commitment of, you know, of other things, you know. So what about the commitment? People, you know, they work in jobs, they want to start businesses, they in and out, you know, they, they do one thing and then do another thing. I'm here to tell you, as long as you always in and out on something, can't stay down for something, it's going to always be at the beginning stages because you always got to keep starting over. So every time you get frustrated, every time you get upset, every time you say, you know, this is happening, this is happening. Every time you decide to run from the adversity, every time you decide to skip over or, or turn around because you got to a roadblock, you're going to always be starting over. Every time you get a new idea, sometimes you got to walk it through. Yes. Sometimes you got to walk through the adversity, walk through the thorns and the bushes. And, 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 and you think it's easy to go to go pick roses after they don't grow up all beautiful and nice. Right. Most beautiful flower day has got thorns on it. Ain't that something? That's a good analogy. Yeah, we got to be committed, mate. We got to be committed to that thing. That's just like even with this podcast. You know, I had somebody say, even sometimes people in your circle can doubt your commitment to something. Because I had a person tell me um, one time, oh, I didn't think you were going to be doing it that long. What? Wow. 
What? What you been doing has been flourishing. Come on here. Even the episode that I did before, you know, it was people that was listening that I didn't even expect and didn't even know. You never know who's watching you, yes. who's listening to what, you, what you're doing, and who's looking at your life to see if it lines up with what God's word. Yes. So that's why you always got to be a reflection of God's word, because you never know who's listening, who's watching you. You never know. So that's why you got to always be making sure you're doing the right thing. Yes. Yes, that's the truth. That's the truth right there. And, 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 you know, just even getting here to season four, you know, I'm thankful to the Lord. You know, I'm thankful that, you know, that I, I can come on here and still give a you know, a pour. And every time it's something different. So what this four seasons. So what that's I do 20 episodes a season. So one, two, three, that's what, two, four, six. That's 60 episodes and something and probably a little more than that. Cause you know, I do like little spot stuff like for new years and Christmas and stuff like that. So that's two, four, six. And this right here will be 80. Yeah. You've been 80, committed to 80 it. different episodes. You've been committed. Yeah. When I get this in my, um, uh, uh, when, you know, when I get this uh, ordination, you know, I have to go back in my own notes <laughs> and look at some old sermons. I don't did. <laughs> <laughs> I stand before some people I had can talk about some of that stuff that you know that got a little bit of views and stuff like that. You no, know, that might I, be beneficial. I think that God will even begin to give you even more things as yes. you go. It's it's so much word to you can have so much to talk to. You don't have to Declare talk about. It. You don't have to keep talking about the same thing. Yeah. Or God may give you more knowledge of something that you are already talked about. You can get more knowledge and more understanding of it. So then yes. you give it, you can preach it in a different way. Yeah, right. I like it. I like that. Even 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 much as like in you know expounding on it, like making it you know longer, add more detail, you know something that I could add to it to you know make it more rich. Yeah, because every time I read the Bible, a story in the Bible, a verse in the Bible, I get a different revelation. Ain't that something? And I think that's just in your journey with God. As you yes. grow in God, he gives you more knowledge on, of yeah. his word. Yeah. So God's word is very rich and very deep. And I can feel the emotion when I'm reading it. Yes. I be like, wow. Yes. Yes. And the Holy Spirit definitely be moving through his word for sure. Let me take a pause right here real fast. I, f I almost forgot this. Listen, season four is going to be a dynamic season, okay? And I did not come to play with y'all. So, Y'all know I like to do giveaways. Usually I wait till the middle of my season to do a giveaway. But this season, I'm running it in every episode. Okay, so this is how this is going to line up. Okay. It's going to be 20 episodes in this season, right? So it's going to be 20 things, right? And what you're going to need for the season is the scripture and the verse, right? So even if you just, you know, sent the scripture, that'll be fine. But what are you going to be doing is calling back to me God's gifts, right? Gifts that God has given unto you, right? These are promises and gifts that God has said. These, This is what is for you, right? And I'm going to give you one per episode, right? It could be in the beginning of the episode, the middle of the episode, at the end of the episode. I'm talking about down to the last second, you know, you guys gonna have to work for it because this, this season, if you listen to all 20 episodes and you get all 20 of these scriptures that I'm about to lay down, we talking about a $500 gift card, $500 gift card, five, I'm saying it again, $500 gift card. If y'all, if y'all come through this, this, this thing, I'm trying, I'm telling you, 
a blessing to somebody, the Holy Spirit right now speaking to whoever. Listen to this video for this gift card for these 20 episodes. That's exciting. I wish I can put in for it. I know, right? Put in for it for myself. But uh, since we're talking about it, uh, let's go ahead and give them their first, they first gift from God. And what it is is Psalms chapter 9, verse 2. And it says, I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will spring praise to thy name. O thou most high. All right. Psalms 9 and 2. Psalms chapter 9 verse 2 is your first gift. All right. For this episode. For this first episode. For this season. My wife would have looking at me like she's going to choke me when I get up out of here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Listen, y'all. Listen. I'm so excited, man, for this season. I. Oh, hold on. I got something else on the back of it real fast. It says, God, help us to live one day at a time and enjoy each gift that you have given us. Help us to be glad and rejoice in each new day. Every day is a gift, guys. Every day is a gift. All right. So let's get back into it. That's like a, that's like a quick commercial break. Quick commercial break. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I heard this. I used to hear this thing. Uh, hear this thing about that health is wealth. Right. I used to try to figure out what, what, what do people be talking about? Health is wealth. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? Health is wealth means to me that you have to be healthy. Being healthy is being wealthy because then when you're healthy, you can enjoy life. You can enjoy life without having to take medicine, without having to go yep. to doctor's offices and be told bad news. I mean, just being healthy and being healthy also helps you in the kingdom of God. Yes. Because if you're healthy, you know, you 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 fit. To do the things of God. Yes. Be out ministering, doing, holding up posters or yes, walking around to see who you can minister to. You need help for that. Yep. Yeah. Good health. Yep. Yep. And it takes commitment. It takes work. I know a little thing about two about that too, don't I? But yes, you do. Yes. So we got to be committed, and we have to know that it's it's a part of a part of our cycle. It's a part of what life is. You know. You hate to say it, the Israelites got a lot of exercise, didn't they? Hey, yeah. <laughs> they'll walk around for 40 years, so they got plenty of exercise, right? And what it is, guys, when we can stay committed to a thing, you know, it can help us, it can help us progress, okay? It can help us to, to put things into, into perspective. And commitment is important, guys, and it's important that that we are finishing things that we start, that we are seeing things through to the fullest, even being committed in our relationships. A lot of us can't even be committed in our relationships. We can't even get into, you know, marriages. You know, people want to quit. You know, people have these uh, unreal, unrealistic expectations. People think that, you know, that they can have a marriage and it, it not be grounded in love. You know, they want to, you know, build all this this worldly aspects of it, but ain't got God nowhere in the mix. And your commitment at that point is, is definitely starting out wrong. You're setting yourself up for um, for failure. And, you know, it's it's a thing to to be with a person for the rest of your life. You know, while you're on this earth, it's a it's 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 great to have somebody that you can always look to for comfort, for love, and for encouragement, you know, to to get you through because in, in, in this life you need it. And uh, I didn't know life was going to be like it was, you know, that this is how it was, even though, you know, the way I grew up, 
right in my face. It's just like, I don't know, like the blind or the wool, but I'm so glad God has me where I am, that I'm connected to who I am connected to, and that I, you know, I'm linked to this woman sitting across from me for life. You know, it's amazing. It's amazing. So, but you got anything else? I just want to say with commitment, it's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be peaches and cream. Yes. But it's good. Yes. Because when you commit it, you know that everything that God promised you, he has to give it to you because it's already written in his word. Sometimes he waiting on us, our commitment, the loose blessings that has been held up. Yes. That you think that is not coming. Things that have been prophesied to you. So we have to have commitment and and stay steadfast in commitment. Mm. Steadfast. That's that's a, that's 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 the one right there. People don't know about that steadfastness. Listen, y'all. Listen, I'm so thankful for you guys joining us, joining us here on today. You want to pray us out? Okay, I'll pray us out. Okay, then my wife is going to pray us out, y'all. Listen, I love you guys. I hope you guys are having an amazing time. Remember, we love you guys, and we can't wait to see you here for episode uh, episode two. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you giving you thanks, giving you all the glory and all the honor, God. We ask that, God, everybody that's under the sound of this podcast, that you would touch them, God. Encourage them on today, oh God. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. God is so good. Listen, y'all, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Um, please stay tuned for, please stay tuned for, uh, uh, episode two and, um, and thank you guys for joining us on here on the crown table unleashed. <laughs>